You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom. This is some of my best friends, or Kabbalists, with Rav Nosson Notaglik from Ashkelon and Eretz Yisrael. Rav Nosson, we've entered into the Bein HaMetzalim, the three weeks, and um, I know that uh, the davening has been something that you and I have talked in depth about, about the proper tefillos and how a Kabbalistic perspective especially the one that you bring to the table, um, informs our tefillot and really elevates them to a different place. Um, during these, this period, that as we're entering, uh, as we, I don't know if we call careening towards Tisha B'Av or slogging towards Tisha B'Av, depending on you know, how you're feeling, um, hmm. I thought it might be worthwhile to talk with you about sort of the types of kavonos, um, the types of ideas that we should be processing. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I know this is somewhat, it's it's always painful to go through this period, but let's get some insight from your, why don't you give us some insight from your end about how one should be mentally different and, and in that sense mystic even in his if a person is living a life where he's trying to work through mystical concepts how there would it be different during this this next couple of weeks than it would be uh throughout the year well i have to admit to everybody uh pretty much something that i already told you before is that there's really very very little material in the in the sifreya kavanis um, on Yemei Bena Mitzorim. Okay, it really is just, just a few paragraphs or, or, or a page or two here or there. You know, really the, you know, it goes straight from Shavuos pretty much to, to Elul, and Elul is a big deal. Um, it's also an interesting Yehudim for Elul, and of course Rosh Hashanah and Tekias and, and Yom Kippur and Sukkot. And really what happens between, you know, between Point A and point B is almost seems like an afterthought. So there's, so there's very little material there. And as a matter of fact, I think the the in Priyat's Chaim, you know, there's a drush from Chaim Vital on on, on Tuba Av and Tubishvat, which is substantially larger than everything that is brought down uh, Kavanas for for Bene Mitzarim. So you know, this is the this is the stuff that I have access to. I, I'm I'm sure that there are makubalim in in Yerushalayim that uh, you know have more expansive traditions about about um, how to do this period of time. Um, the only thing the only thing that I know really is is what it says in in Priyat's Chaim, and that is that um, the the Ari taught that there's a special kavana for the for the Shem Havaya at the end of each one of the first three brachas of Shemayin Esrei. In other words, you get to, you know, Baruch Hashem Mogen Avraham. So you're going to say Hashem as you as you would any any other, but you, you should have in mind a certain permutation of Shem Havaya called Taf Otet Dalid Hey Dalid, 
which it doesn't take a lot of imagination to figure out that you're talking about the letters before the letters Yud Kei Vav Kei. So it comes out Tet Dalid, Hey Dalid. And you focus on that as you're saying the, the Shem Havaya for Baruch Ato Hashem Bogen uh, Avraham. When you, when you come to Birchas Gvurais, you say Baruch Ato Hashem Mechaye HaMesims, so then instead of simply focusing on whatever you would do for, for that Shem Havaya, you, you um, do Kaf Vav Zayin Vav. Now, of course, you don't pronounce this. You just have it in mind that you're saying Shem Hashem, but you're also having in mind Kaf Vav Zayin Vav. Now, that's a little bit more um, familiar to people because they'll, they'll notice it from the backs of their mezuzahs. Where there is a uh, a Messiah to to write those um, you know some of those shemas on the back of the mezuzah on top, and um, kafav zayin vav obviously is the is the letters after yud ke vav ke. So after yud comes kaf, after hey comes vav. So it comes out kafav zayin vav. Then when you, when you get to um um. Birkas Kedushas Hashem, you know, Baruch Ata Hashem, um, Hakel HaKadosh. So there you would be Machaven to Mem Tzadi Pei Tzadi. Um, and this is also Yud Kei Vav Kei in Atbash. Right, so in Atbash you switch, let's say you would switch an Aleph for a Tav. So if you if you, the original word that you're that you're working with has an aleph, so you'll switch aleph to tough, you'll switch bays to shin. Basically, you'll go from the you'll switch things from the beginning of the alphabet to the to the end of the alphabet, right? And that's that's atbash. So you so you do mem pay, uh, mem tzadi pei tzadi, in, and you'd have that in mind as you're saying the the third havaya, and somehow or another all of this is supposed to add up to um, to um, the name of the letter Shin, I believe, which is which is Shin Yud Nun, which is which is some kind of uh, which is some kind of kavan of Shem Malikim, and we get to Sim Shalom, okay, where there's two Shins one after another, Sim Shalom. So then you are you are machaving that uh, that these two Shins shall be metaking the uh, the issue that happened with the Havayas beforehand. So, so all of this, and again, I have to tell you that you've lost me uh, a little bit. Um, these are special ways to think about the name of God during this period. Is that what the Priyat Chaim is saying? That's what it's saying. Uh-huh. And, 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 and specifically for those for those brachas. And so, and and afterwards, let's say after Tisha B'av has passed, then you go back to more standard kavanot, right? Then you go back to yeah. Then you go then you go back to being mechavein. Um, um, Havaya as you as you ordinarily would. Um, so there is a sense there is a sense of things being different. There is a sense that mystically, yes. God's relationship to us is not what it usually is. There is, is this idea that we know is reflected in halachic literature about we don't we don't take risks. Our relationship is more tenuous. There are. There are. There, it has been a time, as the as the Mishnah tells us, that Tsaras and Tsaras have been um, ladled out on us during this period. So, it, so therefore, we need to know how to uh, how to address God and think about God somewhat in a different way. I think that's sort of where what what, what you're trying to tell us, right? Yeah, 
Okay. Yes. Um, typically, typically when you do a Shem Havaya anyway, you know, we no longer pronounce Shem Havaya. Okay. So not, you know, instead of, instead of Shem Havaya, we do, we do a substitution for, for Adnus. Um, as this is, as everybody knows. Um, and there is a sense in which the name Adnus is a, is a cover or a um, coating. It's a hislabshus. It's a it's a enclosement of yud kevavke, and this is this is learned out from from pasuk in, in in Amos, where it says Hashem behechal kodshoi has mimenu kol ha'aretz. So Hashem behechal kodshoi is 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 yud kevavke. So yud kevavke is in his sanctuary. Has mipan of kol ha'aretz. Has means be silent, but it also equals sixty five, right? Hey samach. And 65 happens to be the gematria of the name Adnus, if you want to add up the letters. So that is kind of an implication that the, the meaning of the name Adnus is essentially a hechal, it's a, it's a sanctuary in which Yudke Vavke um, can to some extent exist, but it's also, it exists there in a more hidden, you know, in a more hidden uh, form and of course, there's a, I think, a well-known Chazal on this subject that, uh, you know, in Olam Haze, I am written this way and read that way, but in the, you know, in Olam Haba, I'm going to be, or you know, going to be read the way that I am written, which refers to some eventual return of the pronunciation of Yud Kei Vav Kei. Well, right. so. so the point, the point that I'm trying to make is that, is that even under ordinary circumstances, there's an element of hiddenness and obscurity to Yudke Vavke. Yudke Vavke is not revealed as directly to us as, as Aleph Dalit Nun Yud, which even if you think about the, the plain meaning of these names, you know, Hoya Hoya is extremely transcendental and it's, it's, it's basically beyond time. Right, but Adnus is Adoin Koila. Adoin Koila is the you know the Lord of everything, the owner of everything. So whatever the stuff is, Adoin Koila is very is is very you know it's very direct. It's right in you know it's right in our faces. It's it's very imminent. Masha'en Kain Yudke Vavke is 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 the using the philosophical languages transcendent. So the hislabshus of the transcendent in the imminent is part of the regular kavana for saying Hashem's name at any time. Okay. Would you like to make a comment? Yeah, no, no. I, I, what, what I'm saying is, is that, um, you know, we uh, clearly things are different, and yet uh, any, you know, Makubo who's doing what the Zohar says, where is going to do tikkun chatzos, right? And and you're doing tikkun chatzos every night. There's a tikkun chatzos. Um, you know, there's uh, it starts with Rachel, right? Tikkun Rachel, and then right. tikkun Leah. And and when I'm reading, you know, when I have my sidurim that have taken chatzos there, um, you know, we have uh, you know, this kinas on 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 Yerushalayim, right, uh, on yeah. the korban, um, and it's not when and the read, last parak of Eicha, the last chapter of Eicha is there and, too, right? right. Somewhere in some versions. And, and it's basically, you know, you know, you, you have Rocho and Leia, and if someone is doing this, you know, he's saying, you know, oily, oily, I'll go with Ashkina, oily, I'll cover Mesa Mikdash, oily, I'll stray for Satora, oily, I'll Hariga Satsadikim, oily, this is this this is from um this is from Tikkun Rocho, oily, I'll Chilushmo Agodo, um, and so it's it's interesting that that really 
uh, a person who's doing Tikkun Rochel and Tikkun Leia every night is really, in a way, starting his 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 waking hours with uh, pronounced pain over the over the Horbin, correct? Right. So you you would ask like my nafkamina bein a or you know any day any day of the year if that's if that's the case. That's right. Yeah. It's okay. like yeah. And the the answer the answer is is that is that you know if it's an ordinary day then the issue of golus which is what you're talking about in in, in tikkun rochel and tikkun tikkun leah that that whole that whole idea of the um, the presence of Hashem in the world being devoured by the other side and basically disappearing as it sustains everything, you know, and be, becoming like, you know, paradoxically not there anymore, even though it really is there. Right? And um, that whole event is something that takes place within the framework of a 24-hour day. But once you've, you know, once you've done your your tikkun chatzos, okay, then you're you're out of that. You've already you've already finished with that particular, you know, with that particular um, uh, category of experience. And then you and then you move on to the rest, where you where you can, you know, still approach Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is, is is completely present, and you can, you know, you can uh, be mischaber to Eilam Matzilus, and and you can be mischaber to to the the light that comes from like that comes from there and filters down through the oilamas. So, you know, in a sense, you don't have to live that experience of death and misery and, and loss. Well, and well, even you, well, you visit there, you know, you visit there for a while and then you're, <laughs> and, and then you're out of it, which is, which is okay because, you know, you really can't do any Avedis Hashem unless you're Basimcha. I mean, that's, and, 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 and maintaining, you know, your emotional well-being and your mental well-being is, is, is extremely important. And I, I think I'm going to come back to this topic in a minute. Uh, but I, w- I, would just, I would just say that, you know, what happens on Bena Metzorim is that even during the daytime, it's all, it's all under a cloud. I mean, there's also, by, I believe by the Sephardim, there's an Indian. Of course, by them, it all starts from, from Rishchidosh Av. You know, but there's, a, there's an Indian that they have some sort of kinis that they do or some sort of tikkun, tikkun leah that they do uh, at noon. You know, noon being the opposite of of chatzos of the of the night. You know, so they so so they have that, and it's it's as if this whole experience of death and golus and loss has you know expands and envelops the entire twenty four hour period. Yeah, well, just to just to echo what you were saying, you know, when when I'm looking at the tikkun chatzos and I look at tikkun rochel, so tikkun rochel, the last paragraph of tikkun rochel is atatokum tarachem tzion. Right, it, it it ends with with the ideas of Nahoma. Um and right. and Tikkun Leia as well. Um, you know, I believe also, although you know, it's supposed to be um, the Yirotzon Shetaleinu Besimchal Artzeinu. That's the end of uh, of, of Tikkun Leia. Yirotzon Lofanecha Shetaleinu Besimchal Artzeinu. So Bigvaleinu. So there is uh, a, a hope and a sense of Simcha that. Uh, that that permeates at least at least it's the last statement that you make, you know, before you 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 read all the mishnayot. Um, you know, I would also just add to this the tachnun, the the prayer that is said on Mondays and Thursdays, uh, is also very similar, right? We we say it throughout the year, um, 
And, you know, we talked about this uh, the other day when we weren't recording, you know, about talking about Yushalayim being a cherpa, uh, you know, it's we have the scorn and it, it, it the the city is 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 bechurban, um, even more than the base amikdash. There's a lot of emphasis on Yerushalayim, um, and which which I find interesting. Um, you know how crucial Yerushalayim is. You know, even the last tefillah that we have, um, you know, before. Um, before, as the Tachnun ends, is again, you know, you know, um, about, uh, you know, uh, about Yerushalayim and uh, how our, you know, our Sanido. Um, so the, uh, there's, there's clearly a, uh, a, a, even if you're not a Bena Matsarim person, if you're taking your Tachnun seriously twice a week, you know, you definitely cannot shake the idea of how how real the Churban should be in your mind, uh, not just during this period. I, I would just add to that even uh, the Birchas Amazon, um, that, you know, that a person according to Shulchan Aruch should be doing, uh, I think when the Shulchan Aruch talks about how you get Mea Brochos, I think it, it implies that you're going to do Birchas Amazon at least twice a day, or maybe even three times a day, correct? Right. So, so, you know, if it's three times a day in order to get your, you know, your, your requisite 100 brachos, you're also, uh, you know, mentioning the idea about, uh, you know, Rachim on Yerushalayim. Um, so they're really, you know, as much as this is supposed to be a moment and a mode of, 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 of intense Corbin uh, thinking. I think we we sort of surrounded with it throughout the day, or throughout. You know, it, it seems like if it, yeah, it is. I mean, it's a part. You know, it's a part of life. And it's a part of the picture of what we have to deal with, but it doesn't necessarily color the whole picture. You know, well, and um, and that's that's the difference. Okay. So 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 we were supposed to take. In other words, during the three weeks, we are supposed to take these ideas which are anyway surrounding us throughout every single day if we are a serious Jewish thinking person and we allow these ideas to become paramount uh, to the yeah. point that we sort of it isn't just at specific times when we're appreciating our food and remembering oh remember the Horbin, remember Yerushalayim or Tachnun after we've just for our own personal needs in Golis, and we're now remembering like the big picture of of the Horbin, as we uh, like we say to a person who's in mourning, right? Mm-hmm. Here you are crying over your mother or your father or your brother or your sister, and you tell the Ovel, you'll get Nechama, but remember, we're all Avelim, right? We're all Avelim Betoch Yerushalayim, right? There's always mm-hmm. this, there's always this stamp of, wait, this is the big thing. And yet, now it's when these three weeks, all of those, you know, sort of subtle messages become extremely strong and apparent and 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 I guess from a mystical standpoint, or from even from a halachic standpoint, as we've said, you need to sort of live Horbin. You have to sort of live, and and I and I guess the question is, Nelson, 
you know, it's I'm here. Not a, yeah, it's not a fun time then. In other words, if it's one thing if, okay, I do it after benching. I do it after I've done my Shemona Esrei and done my Tachnun. But then I'm besimcha the rest of the day and I'm, you know, I, I have a, I have a, there's a, there's a power in my step and a happiness in my learning. Would you say the proper, if a person is living mystically and really plugging into the way things should be, that he should be quite a different, uh, that should be, uh, should be in many ways um, toned down and even to the point where he, where the Horbin is, 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 is much more real in, in their mind during this period. You would you would you would agree to that, correct? Well, it would be it would be more real in your mind because you're not eating meat, you're not drinking wine, you're you know depending on what your minhig is, maybe you know maybe you're taking a shower or not taking a shower or changing your clothes, you're not getting married, you know if if you if your if your house needs a coat of paint, you know it's not going to get it now, okay? And so the you know just by following the halacha, that's supposed to really uh, put you in that in that condition where you're where you're more cognizant or where you're where you're kind of surrounded by the idea much more so and if you have to even if you have to you know think to yourself should i make a shechion or shouldn't i you know the very the very fact of having to think that way all of a sudden um you know makes a makes makes a difference uh, what i what i would want to tell you there's there's two things that i that i think you've kind of opened up a, a really a good direction for a fruitful discussion um, and before I before I go down that road, I would like to just finish up what the point of the kavanas that I told you about previously, since since I did mention them, you know. And the idea is once again that you know there's three possible ways of obscuring the the name Yud Kevavke. You can either you can either take the letters after the name before the name or or atbash, right? And there's this idea that you're supposed to have these variations of Yudke Vavke in mind when you say Shem Hashem for all of the for all the three brachas. And whatever, you know, whatever other sites there there would be in there, but at least on, on the very shot level is the idea of Hester Ponim. You know, when Yudke Vavke, like I said, is somewhat obscured at all times because we know we no longer we no longer read it as it is uh, as as it is written we we encounter it already in a heichal which is which is the name adnus you know so so hashem is already to some extent obscure under the best of circumstances by us um, but on during you know during mebena mitzarim so the point that they're trying to make is that that that, that obscurity and that that hiddenness um, becomes even more even more manifest. So it's a, it's a it's I think it's an Indian of simply Hester Panim. You know, Hastir Astir Mehem Bayom I'm going to go into obscurity. I'm going to go into occlusion. So says Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And and this is part of the work that we need to we need to do in Yemei in Yemei Beinam Mitzorim. Okay, there's we have to learn to be able to recognize. First of all, that there is this hastara, there is this occlusion, this disappearance of, of, of Hashem. And yet at the same time, we need to focus on seeing through that and realizing, realizing that he's there all the same. And that's why I, I picked these passages from the Ramchal um, in Das Tfunis, which speaks about, uh, which speaks about the Bechina um, the, uh, of Hester Ponim and, and what that means. But 
since you've since you brought up the other things, so I'll I'm you know I was like what is the, what is the relationship between the special time of year when you focus on something, and all of the times of year where you still do the same thing, you know, and this is this is a pretty this is a pretty big question because you know let's say chuva. You know, you do chuva all year round. If you're not doing chuva all year round, then 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 uh, you're you're in bad shape. Okay, we should always be doing chuva. So if if we're doing chuva all year round, so you know, so what's elul? You know, in what in what in what way is elul any different than every other day? Or or um, you know, there's a gemara that you know, at least some shita that Hakadosh Baruch Hu judges the world all the time. Every day, there's every moment there's a there's a judgment. You know, so so why are we why are we doing judgment of the world in in uh, Rosh Hashanah or in Chuva in in uh, in um, on Yom Kippur or or, or Simcha on on uh, Sukkot or or for that matter Yitzias Mitzrayim on on Pesach? I mean, every day we're you know we're Zeicher Yitzias Mitzrayim in 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 Kriyashma and in in uh, in Birchas uh, Geula. Uh, so that's so so that's a good question. Like you know, what's the what's the difference between the 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 regular daily remembrance of these things and and the and the seasonal or yearly remembrance of these things? Okay, so um, and I always used to have a question like this. Like I I never really I never really got into Elul. You know, I didn't I didn't get get into Elul because it, you know it seemed to me like all this this whole idea of 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 oh the you know the year is almost over oh my god I've been such a bum this year I'm gonna go run around and do more mitzvahs do more mitzvahs I mean you know if if somebody ever showed up in court I mean you know because we were we were always told that you're supposed to think like you know you're you're going to go to court and suddenly you you know you realize you're going to get judged so you, you're running around lo- looking for looking for whatever is chuyes to have uh, you know even if it was a court of a bus or vadam okay and a person had a year to get himself ready to you know to go into court and 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 defend his innocence. Or lack thereof, you know, and or you know confront the judge, and he basically twiddles his thumb all year long and starts to run around like a Michigan of the wrong, you know, a month before he's, his court date. His court isn't his court date is not going to go very well. So like the whole anyway, like I said, the whole idea of Elul really I had a stuck in my you know stuck in my car. I was not able to really assimilate that. But anyway, still there. Yes, I definitely am, and I'm listening. And, and, okay. and, and, okay. and, and, and my point is, the point that you're making is very strong. Clearly, human beings don't have that equanimity, and they do, in a way, respond stronger. Oh, the Yom Adin is coming, and and and, and it, but as you're saying, it's sort of like an in. It's it's that really plays to the weakness of people. If a person is this great tzaddik, every day is is erev yom kippur. You know, every day is you made tshuva. Every day right. is so. If a person has reached a certain shleimus, the sort of dispensations and changes that the year are supposed to guide you toward are somewhat superfluous. Uh, right. If the person is, you know, especially, you know, we go through the Tanya and other places where they speak about the levels of Bainanim and Sadiqim. I mean, there's there's not even any the thought of doing an Avera right during during. Right. Um, so. Right. So the idea of, oh, now is the time that I need to start being Machaper. Uh, there, there, there's an un, it's almost like the Rabbi Shalom himself is always the same. But there's no Shinuyim. Um now so i will i will try to i'll try to answer the question the 
you know, the most convincing way that I know how. And it, it is, it, it's an important question. It's an important, you know, Indian for, for Avodah Hashem. Like, what are we doing? You know, I need, uh, you know, one one holiday a year, I need to go Meshiga about freedom and Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. But I mean, every, every day I'm remembering Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. Like, you know, to quote, to paraphrase a individual who was somewhat disreputable. Um, the so the answer the answer is this is you know what i've what i've understood from from my teachers and it is that there's there's two levels to to everything there's there's ordinary time there's 365 days a year or 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 you know 12 months a year times uh times 30 days or you know 29 days whatever it is however however you look at it and these are these are days of ordinary time you know, and let's let's say that ordinary time is primarily on the level of Bria Yitzira even though we're you know we're we're being machavin to Elamatsilos, but it's kind of Elamatsilos that has a that filters down to us into into our lives, into our ordinary ordinary lives. And therefore each day is a small unit, because it's you know twenty-four hours. Uh, but it, as a small unit, it contains it contains everything. But we're still operating on a on a on a smaller scale. Then there are times during the year when a Kaddish Baruch Hu allows us to participate in the actual creation or, or regeneration of the fundamental concepts. And he, you know, he gives us the opportunity to, to take part in the creation of the concepts that we're going to encounter for the rest of the year. We're going to encounter them day in and day out, but we have a hand actually, not just in living on the small scale of, you know, the days of the year or the days of the week. We have we have an opportunity to go to the root source of all of these concepts. And the root source is the root sources are fundamentally the Chagim and, and the and the uh, and, and the holidays and Shabbosim and Yom and these are these are days in which we find ourselves as it were because we keep the halacha and because we, we try to understand what the, what the halacha means and we try to connect ourselves to, to what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to experience. So we're experiencing on a higher, on a higher plane. We're experiencing on the level of the, of the source, of the, of the root, not of the branches. Okay, so we, and we have this opportunity to actually participate with HaKadosh Baruch Hu in, in establishing the concepts that we are then going to be able to access day in and day out later on. Okay, so that's why you know, so that's why you begin to go crazy for you know, in doing tshuva and you know, getting all of your stuff, getting all of your stuff in order. It is not, I do not think, you know, the way that, the way that they put it over in yeshiva for young people that you know you've you've dawdled away your life for the past year, but now at least get yourself together a month before yamadin. It's actually it's a it's a much more subtle process because in a sense your ordinary days are now lifted up a notch. So that even though, in a sense, you're still doing your ordinary days, and you're still doing your ordinary day avoid, but you really stop thinking about that little little section of yourself, and you begin dealing with what is higher than that, and the the, the root of that. Right? And you you can you can see this very clearly in in a lot of um, in a lot of things that which we experience. Let's say let's take let's take um, Shavuos for Matan Torah. Every day of the year we learn Torah. Every day we should learn Torah, and and, and we should receive Torah anew every day of the year. But when we receive Torah anew, where does that come from? I mean, it comes from the source of that, and that source also needs to be created in the, 
and, and sustained. So on Shavuos, you take one day of our ordinary time and you lift it up to the, to the, to the origin of the root so that you're really in the root and you're not in the ordinary time anymore. And therefore, when you are mechaven in the root, then you are mechaven for something that is much bigger than the, than the simple day itself. You're mechaven for something which is going to take you throughout the entire year until you come back to that same, to that same root again and, and you have to reestablish that you know, concept. I, I, you know, when I okay. talk, when, when I try to explain this to people or even to myself, I look at it in terms of, you know, from God's perspective, there is no difference in time. In other words, from God's perspective, what happened uh, 3,300 uh, years ago, or whatever it is, Matan Torah, is really the occurrence is, is happening at this moment. Um, time is, uh, is a construct that was created by God, Beratius, in order for there to be this tahalich uh, of history towards whatever God wants. But in God, from, from the Rabboni Shalom, we are living in the same exact same instant of creation of Odom Arishon and even at the, the last days of, of 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 what's going to be the the end of days. So therefore, uh, although God allowed these events, God didn't allow them. He 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 pushed these events to occur. Maybe the, we have within our own limited ability of time limitations, the way things are, this limited time limitations, we're able in a way to somehow jump. At that time, when it occurs, this is really almost the gift that God gives us to be able to join him at that, that, that actual moment when it's occurring. That actual, and it's not even a moment. It's really beyond moment. So I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that uh, it isn't that, uh, oh, this is now the oiris, like you always hear people say, the oiris of Shavuos are being Nisgala again. The oiris of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the oiris of Gula are, are, are being Nisgala. It, 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 it's, it's, the reason those oiris are being Nisgala is because we're able to wrap, we're sort of able to fold everything backwards and be able to sort of like um, propel or I guess like from the old Star Trek, like we're, we're able to energize ourselves towards the actual moment when, when that, when it was happening and that we are sort of joining God in that, in, in when he was being piled that in, in, in the world. I don't know if I'm making myself clear, but, I, but, I, but, but, um, well, you're, you're making yourself quite clear to me. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, you know, I don't know how clear any of this can be to to anyone. I would just I'm I'm going to add something to what you say because obviously you, you know you 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 are saying very well um, that you know for a cottage bar all of these things are are the same time and the one time and they're all coexistent um, with each other. The and you know to to some extent every time you're talking about kedusha sazman if you have if you have a holy day you are you are in a realm where it is primarily a kadosh baruch Hu that is doing and not you which is why most of these most of these times have a have an isra malacha of some of some kind or another the nevertheless i mean if you if you let's go you know go back to the the example of of Tyra. okay there is a you know there is a time there is a moment in Hakadosh Baruch Hu's reality, where where that is Matatayra, okay, and that moment has been there since the beginning, and it will con- it will continue, and it's it's Hashem's it's Hashem's moment, you know, to to 
undergo the the holiday is to participate with Hakadosh Baruch Hu in the creation of that moment, which we know, you know, Hakadosh Baruch was misyayitz with the with the nishmas tzadikim before he created the world, you know. So so everything is bishvil Yisrael shenikru shenikru reishes. So we are, you know, we were there in some sense or another. But it's important for us, you know, to go back there. Why do we need, you know, why do we need to go back there? Because if we're not involved in creating it, then we don't really have any connection to it. You know, the only the only iris that you can ever receive are iris that fit into your kalim. That's a general. That's a general principle, um, which also has to do by into to some extent with why people don't get so much sipuk sometimes from the Torah that they learn. You know, there's a there is a problem, and you know sometimes by by Avrechim or Kailanikim or Yeshiva Bachrim that are, you know, learning, 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 learning. But then, you know, at the end of the day, they feel like, eh, what happened? Okay, that's a problem. And, and you know, part of it has to do, I, I think, um, because you really, no matter what it is that you're learning, you have to fit it into your own mind. You know, you can't just, you can't just absorb somebody else's tyranny. It ha- you have to make it your own. And that means doing the work to understand it as you, understand it without worrying so much about whether it's the right way to understand it or the wrong way to understand it. I should understand the way my Rebbe understood it. You know, your Rebbe can't give you his brain. Okay. But the only, the only brain that you're ever going to use to absorb anything is your own. So the kids to get back to the point is that if there is a, if there is a, a, a light of mountain tire that you're going to receive, that you're going to bring down into the world and work with, the only way to get that is to be part of, is to participate in its creation. And that's why Chag, Chagim take us up to a much higher place than we exist in ordinarily. In any ordinary day, I'm going to learn Tyra. And when I learn Tyra, it's more like pulling this light down and using it in the Bria to to life something. You know, let's say lift up Nitzitzis or to or to or to rectify fallen divrei Tyra. You know, or lift up Isis. I mean, however, however you want to conceptualize it. But you're going to utilize this tyra in your in your life in a practical way but it doesn't come from here it comes from it comes from someplace else and and the only way that you can be to receive it is if you had a hand in generating it so that's you know so so really let's just take that to the korban we take that to the korban and we take this idea then really what we're doing is really with god um, destroying the base Hamikdash, right? We are basically watching the destruction happen, being part of the destruction, being part of of, of those events, and not just those events. In, 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 you know, seeing them happening, we are sort of like sensing the 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 disconnect that occurs at that point. The the thing that Rachel Tikkun Rachel and Leah and the Tachnon are all bemoaning. Is somehow right, they're, all, they're all drawing. They're all drawing from that. The, the, the issue. The issue is, however, I mean, you, you know, you're asking a very good question. So, what? Like, are we are we destroying the base of English? Are we we're helping God burn the <laughs> burn it down? Um, and and I think the the idea of of Hester Punim is is important because yeah, we have to participate in generating Hakadosh Baruch Hu's Hester Punim. Not because not because the Hester Punim is necessarily something that we want to call down or that we want to you know it's not it's not it's it's not a positive thing in that respect, but it does allow us to have a certain bias over the Hester Punim, which then therefore allows us to to see through it um, to a 
to some extent or to or to a greater extent. You know, I, uh, I mentioned I mentioned to you the the I think very deep comment by Rav Shamshan of Hirsch based on the halacha that you don't say tachnun on Tishabov because it's right. called a moed based on the pasuk and eicha kralei moed. Now, when you just take that Pusik and Eicha on the surface, it sounds like, I hate you. I'm making a big day to destroy you. I'm going to be coming. This is the day I'm coming. right. But Hirsch says, of course, that in the, the sense one gets is closeness. As much as you're feeling the, 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 the fallout of, of, of being thr- thrust out and not having this Pesamikdash anymore, you can clearly sense the fact that you're still alive, and although the building has crumbled and destroyed, but you also feel that God's involved with you, as opposed to, you know, uh, you know, oh, it's just you know a hurricane that came, or it's just some other, yeah. you know, here is something that was prophesized and it was <clears throat> predicted and it was told in advance, and we saw the cause and effect. So in a way, as much as the discipline was was tough. But you, you, you saw the boss. You know the boss was there disciplining you, and you realized the result of your actions, not oh. counting at all. Being someone the boss didn't even know, it was just some sort of plebe that happened to like you know to put his time card in and, and get paid. That's much worse, in a way, than someone who the boss, in a sense, called in and and gave it to because there was a connection. And in that way, Hirsch says. We do sense God and feel God uh, yeah. in a way to, we don't feel him. Go ahead. I'm going to slightly disagree with you, only slightly, because I think, I think that uh, one needs to differentiate, as I, I, as I know the Ramchal did, between, between a Hanhoga of Sharbo and a Hanhoga of Hester Ponim. And I think this opens up one of the really major issues of, of, uh, of history, of, of, uh, of um, which is when this is a, a very deep topic, you know, as long as there was a base emigration, as long as there was Navua, you could have the sense that, you know, Hashem punishes, Hashem rewards. And even if, you know, even if, if it's painful for me, but I know that he's there doing it. Okay. And, and there's, so there's, there's punishment. And I think the, the, best way to see that is in, in the word nega itself you know nega is is um milashon lagat it's a touch you know nega tsarat means you've been touched so it's a touch which is devastating to a person but it's also a touch that while well, you've been touched okay and the funny thing is that nowadays you know we don't even get touched so you can be a big you know you can be big balash and hara you never get a you know you never get a, a white spot in the middle of your forehead you know, Hakadosh Baruch Hu just doesn't touch us like that anymore. Even, even, and even if it was painful at the time, but we know that okay. So there's a Hanhag of Scharvainish. Sometimes he's rough. Sometimes it's 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 good, but there is a Hanhag of you know there's Hanhag of here that is on some level comprehensible and you can assimilate it. When you get to um, a Hanhag of Hester Ponim, this is the disappearance of God. Okay, and that's a Hanoichi Aster Aster Panaimi Hembiyem Hahu is a is a is a different thing. It's the loss of Scharvainish. It's the loss of that revealed Hanhaga of Scharvainish. And the and the only thing that you have after this is 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 um um 
how do Chazal put it? Um, I mean, you, you know, you can't, you can no longer look to the world in any way as being some somehow indicative of what your condition is with with Hakadosh Baruch because because you know you can have a fantastic life, you know, and it can be Hakadosh Baruch giving you all these good stuff, you know, just just to to pay you off now. Um, and on the other hand, a person can be a tzaddik can suffer, and and he's and he's musman, you know, he's he's uh, he's being invited to to uh, to and in this in the in the hanhog of of Hester Panim, this the the whole meaningful structure of life in this world collapses, and that's a that's a terrible 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 thing, and the challenge to see Hakadosh Baruch Hu in that hastara. Okay, is what the Ramchal was addressing over here, and that's that's the avoida of of uh, of Yemei Okay, so it is it is a positive avoida. It gives us it gives us an ability <clears throat> to reestablish a connection with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, even in the face of the meaninglessness or the supposed meaninglessness or the seeming the seeming meaninglessness of whatever it is that happens to us. Okay, and we have to hold on to our amuna even under those circumstances when things really appear to be completely random, meaningless, hopeless, senseless. And here we have to see him. Okay, so so generating that kind of hastara is the avoida of Yemei Ben Hamatsar. And it, it opens up kind of an interesting question because like apparently our Bain Hamatsarim is not exactly Bain Hamatsarim that they had between Bayes Rishon and Bayes Shani, if you think about it. Okay, because, you know, Churban Bayes Rishon and that, and that Golos still was part of a plan, right? And the Golos that we are experiencing, okay, well, is it part of a plan? I guess it's part of a plan, but who knows what the plan is, you know? And, and um, this, this seemingly endless Golos, which we're, I mean, we're getting towards the end of it, I guess, you know, how many, 200 years left, before the you know <clears throat> before the alarm clock goes off and and uh, Kodesh Baruch Hu <laughs> of necessity needs to pull the pull the curtains back, but um, you know and and it's it's a it's a it's a quite an authentic expression of what we've been through for two thousand years, you know since the, since the rise of Christianity and Islam and 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 the and the in, incredible gullos that we've under undergone and and the 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 failures of our of our um, messianic hopes, and um, the fact that at the end of waiting for so so long for Mashiach, we end up with Medinat Yisrael, which some of us are okay with it, many of us are entirely disappointed by it and think that it's just a you know this can't possibly be it because we were waiting for something much more impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so, I guess you know if you know we perhaps you know you mentioned the Ramachal, so if you allow me, I'll just read a little bit of. Um, the Ramachal's words, and maybe we can, you know, uh, at least put this chapter in perspective. Um, God is allowed in Hester Bonham, and, you know, if we, especially let's take a look at the 20th century, where, you know, we saw the, the, the apex of evils unleashing. The, the more difficult that 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 ra is 
the more intense and long it is, Kein Yoser Yigal Koach Yichuda Yisbarach Umem Shaltoha Tzuma Asher Hu Kol Yocho. Because obviously we believe God is 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 not just God's disappeared, but God is in a way putting on this mask as it were of Hester upon him and and letting things happen. Uh, and we know that the longer it's going to be and the more ugly it's going to be, we understand that that means that the reverse is going to be even that much greater. Umitoch omek hatsaros harabos faharoos. Not just encounter to that. I think Ramchal means mitoch omek hatsaros harabos faharoos. It's because those things are happening, matzmiach Yeshua bikocho hagodol vadai. So, you know, one way you could say is, well, we're, it's going to be bad, but we're going to have it good later. The Ramchal is, is, is I, I think you'll agree with me, saying that it's within these terrible times that the seeds of salvation are uh, have, have, have developed and the energies, which seem to be so terrible, are really going to be used to be the engine for the incredible Yeshua, Bekocha God Ovadai. I think I'm I'm right in in in, in that way. So, um, right. it's 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 it it, it, it it I think it, if someone does this correct, Rav Nelson, I think they can be very into a Churban mentality, and yet what's existing uh, in tandem with that is this, although they're not dancing, this understanding of of that Yeshua that is really part of that, that's really feeding on that, uh, on that intense, the intense, terrible energy of, of Horbin. Yeah. Um, the, the Ramchal has this very complex understanding of, of, um, of Hiskalus Hayichud, you know, the revelation of Hashem's oneness. And, and he assumes that in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to reveal his oneness, his absolute oneness, he has to reveal his oneness through the, through the proof that all evil or all you know, pain and suffering is some kind of illusion that is generated simply by his Hester upon him. Okay, that's that's the that's the Ramchal's um, angle on that. I think there, I think that maybe by Talmudia Baal Shem they had a different way of of looking at it. Um, but that's but that's not the point. The point, you know, the point is is that is that you know after Chorban Bayis Shani, there seems to be a, a an absence of any meaningful statements that you can make about the way the world is working and what's happening. Right? It's you know Navua is shut down and and. What can we, you know, what can we say about what about what's happening to us? And we, there isn't anything that we can say. It's it's simply Hester Pun, and we have to we have to accept this and 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 try to see through it, and and go where it, wherever it is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes us on this on this journey. Um, yeah, and it. it's a very it's a very very hard thing, okay. And especially, I'll tell you, the truth is that for somebody like me. Um, I am not. I cannot allow myself to think about this too much. Well, it, I, I, it, and I, it, so I appreciate it you. It, yeah, it destroys my. Yeah. Now, for many people, the the problem is sensitizing yourself to how 
Okay. So, you know, most people, I think, have to sensitize themselves to the tragic in life and, and, and learn to, you know, not be so self-assured and not be so secure in their own well-being and to actually struggle to connect themselves to, to the tragedy and to the hurban and, and to, the, to the painful aspects of life. Because most of the time, if you're not involved in life's painful aspects, you feel blissfully uh, immune to them. You know, so a lot of a lot of the avoid that I think most people are engaged in by by Yemea Bana Mitsarim is kind of like sensitizing yourself, beating up, you know, beat yourself up a little bit, get you know, realize, realize, realize that you know the Khurban Basamidash is a terrible, terrible thing and what it means and Gullus is a terrible thing and think about the the suffering and the whatnot, you know. Um, as for myself, I'm somewhat cut from a different cloth, okay, than most people. I suppose that's nothing unusual for me. I cannot think too much about the pain in the world. If I start to think about the pain in the world, it destroys me. I can't do anything, you know, and it, it puts me into states of in, in, impossible anxiety and depression. Well, I definitely, it it, uh, I don't want, I don't want you to have to walk It makes it impossible for me to do a Vita Hashem of any kind. Uh, I don't want to make you, know? you walk down so... that path. I don't want to make you walk down that path any longer than you do, than you have to. I will say just to close that my experience with Chassidim during um, Tisha B'Av, particularly, and even Tainasim in general, uh, even ones that I, I, I consider real Oivdim, uh, not just, you know, Chassidim who just enjoy the Chassidish, you know, laissez-faire lifestyle, is to be quite, you know, is to be quite makel uh, in general, makel on the Tainasim in terms of allowing uh, people to eat, but also even the sort of attitudes, you know, in the Litvish world, the Shivas where I was, you know, the, the Tzlichas on, 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 on Shavas Abitamas and the Kinnas on Tishabov were long and drawn out. You know, but the Chassidim, yeah, okay, yeah, it's Shavas Abitamas, okay, it's Tishabov. There was um, very much, I think, uh, a reflection of, of either the sense of, like the Ramchal says, the great Simcha that this portends, the great Yeshua this portends, or probably from a sociological perspective, and this is about, we're talking about mystical thought, not sociological theories, but I think part of what the Baal Shem and, and his Talmidim were poil was a, um, a, a, almost an idea of how illusory this is and not to get depressed over it and not to let yourself get uh brought down there's almost like mm-hmm. i would say there was a when i davened in a, a chesidish minion on, on tisha B'av a number of times there was almost a levity that was that was that you could mm-hmm. sense there was a levity saying we aren't going to be um pulled down by this um yeah. uh, we're not going to allow this to to shape us and define us uh, and, and again, I, I think that they're, uh, they might be like you, not wanting to be schlepped, but I, I would like to maybe ascribe right. maybe even I, something else there. Well, I think, I think that if you have an appreciation for history and you, you really know how hard it is to, to even assimilate the, mag, the, the, the hugeness of the suffering that we've endured, okay, and and by the way, it's it's not. I mean, it's not just us. There's a planet full of incredible, incredible, painful suffering in a million in a million and one ways. And to some extent, if you know, if you really want to, if you really want to try to see through the through the Hester Ponim, you know, it pays perhaps not to you know not to get too connected to it. 
otherwise you just as a human being you just can't bear it um and that's i i anyway but that's my experience of it and maybe maybe the hasidim are, are coming at it from from that point of view mashain can you know by the litvishers the assumption is, is that you're you are that you are self-satisfied individual you know and and, and therefore we have to you know, force you to confront these things in order to actually, you know, do something meaningful because yeah. otherwise you'd just be there saying, hey, you know, I'm okay, I'm okay, there, everything's good yeah. today. Yeah, it's sort of like yeah. the psak that uh, Rav Scheinberg uh, said that people who live in the in, in, in Yerushalayim have a more chomur hanhoga in Hilchas Avelis during the three weeks than other people. This is a Kiddush from Rab Scheinberg. And, mm-hmm. and if you live in the old city, so he would say that if someone who lived outside Yerushalayim perhaps wouldn't have to be Machmir, but the closer you are, the, the and if you are a Bentaira, if you are a person who is involved in mystical thought, I'll pee, let's say, the, the Kabul of the Goyen or whatever it is, perhaps by those people, uh, you would see uh, an incredible intensity, um, you know, to, to the point that they were trying heroically to really join God back at that moment of Horbin and to, to let that permeate their being completely. And I think that those two strands of, of, of mystical approaches, whether it's really, you know, reliving it and, and actually feeling that pain or wanting to move beyond and sensing the 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 geula that is tumun here i think mm-hmm. it's it's the, i think we have both of those representations uh during the three weeks Ramnason, uh i i like i said i'm sorry for no. drawing you into this let us uh hopefully next week maybe it won't even be the three weeks who knows perhaps by the time we speak ah, next who week, knows yeah we, <laughs> that, that would be, be that I, would be nice we would be together yeah. in eretz Yisrael, and and perhaps this it'll, it'll all be just some sort of um academic discussion in the first place take care of nelson we'll mm. see you bye-bye take care thanks for joining us for another episode from the yeshiva of newark at idt podcast be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.